do cows have best friends? Oh, I'd want to find out. They do. Um, if not, I'll be a cow's best friend. Ready? Yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I haven't done an intro before, so I'm new to it. Um, hello and welcome back to What The Factual, another episode with me, Pete Moore. And me, Jill Smith. We flipped it around. We, we've mixed it up. We, yeah. We're, we're shaking it all up. It's do you almost... Think it, do you think I've got a future in it? Oh, yeah. Do you reckon? Yeah. Thanks. Can... How are you? Good. How was your Christmas? Oh, it was delightful. Can we have a bit more detail? Like exact detail of what happened uh, of in what your happened Christmas? what at Christmas. Yeah. Um, it, it was, the family were there. Were they? And, yeah. Good. And they were nice. Oh, that's good. And I got a bike for Christmas. Whoa! Yeah. With, like, stabilisers and, like, ribbons on it. No, a real, actual, grown-up bike. Get in. And also a pink helmet. But mostly the bike. Nice. Very good. That's a, that's a good present. It was a great Useful present. Useful for getting around London. How about you? How was your Christmas? Fine. Yeah, generally. No, it's good. Very nice. Okay, all right. We're recording it before Christmas. That's not fair. But I was trying to keep it. <laughs> I lost. I, I buckled. I buckled. You buckled under the pressure. We're, we're, we're pre-recording. We're... we're I, um, what's the word? We're... Well, I'm abroad. That's the other thing. Right now, technically. Yeah. Um, the day we may or may not be. Oh. I haven't decided yet. You haven't decided. Am I in Tenerife? You might be in Tenerife. Am I insured at In which case, this could be a, a cross-Europe episode. You're yeah. in, you could be in Tenerife and I could be in Italy. Well, mm -hmm. I am in Italy. Well, not. it depends when you listen to the episode. I mean, yeah, if you're listening to this three years into the future, then That's true. we could I'm be not, anywhere. no longer in Italy. I might be in or, Italy. Or you might, you might live there all the time. <gasps> you might never come back. dream. Oh. oh, right. The pitfalls of pre-recording a Christmas slash New Year slash festive season episode. Mm. Because that we're being honest now, aren't we? We're both away between yeah. Christmas and New Year. Yeah. So anyway, well, I'm glad you had a nice Christmas, even though you lied, barefaced lied to me about getting no. a bike. No, that's true. I really did get it. And I actually did? got the bike in November. Did? You're still living in the dream world, Jill. <laughs> it's not did. <laughs> the top spin. You know what you're getting. For yeah, Christmas. no, I, I got That's... my I got my bike in November. Oh, so you yeah. have already got it? Yeah, genuinely, my mum got me a bike for Christmas. That's lovely. And it's, it's up, lovely. So it's, it's up north? Yeah, it's up north, so I can go. Uh, I'm not brave enough to ride in London. So, I thought you were going to you've got to ride it from up north to London. One day, maybe. You can make a not. lot of sponsor money out of that. Yeah, but I just I would just want to ride it along the coastal path up north that near my parents. Nice. That's so good. me and my dad are going to do that. Next year, and you're 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 new to cycling, yes, aren't you? Oh, I've, I'm a really bad cyclist. This old dog learns a new trick this year. It's uh, grand old age. That is really good. I, I um, yeah, I don't like really cycling fun. around London. So fair play. Yeah, I'm not brave enough to do that. Mm. But um, I do it, but I don't particularly enjoy it. The traffic's just mad. Yeah, it seems stressful. But yeah, I've got a few bike rides booked in already. Very nice. Oh well, that's a good. That is a good mm. Christmas present. I don't and know what I got for Christmas yet. It was a good New Year's resolution that I ticked off my list. <gasps> was that last year's New Year's resolution? It's been on the list for a good few years, I won't lie. 
to get a bike and <laughs> to and finally learn to ride out. a bike. That's really good. Yeah. Well, that's a nice segue. See what I did there? See into did there? New Year's resolutions. Yes, and New Year's traditions and January traditions. And, of course, the Vikings. You love the Vikings. I love a Viking. And I also love that they like to set things on fire. Is this our first bit of New Year's factology then? Yes. Well, we can. It's a good place to start. I think there's yeah. there's a few few different things we can kind of look at um, off the back of Yuletide um, in the Viking and Norse mythology and that side of things. Um, there's a celebration of Odin, and because January was kind Keep of coming back to Odin. Oh, they love that Odin. Mm. Um, and January's dark and miserable and all the rest of it. So they were like, Do you know what we need? More fire. <laughs> So they used to have a kind of month-long fire festival, apparently. That's from when till when? Basic, well, it would kind of be sort of Yuletide, sort of end of... So the end of what we now know is sort of December through to it basically be the start of spring. So it kind of right, right. run January, February. And I think traditionally in the old Viking times, they it would just be lots of fire and processions and also they would um have the traditional viking funerals uh which is where you lay the body of the person on their ship and you set the ship and everything else on fire and it goes to valhalla brilliant yes that's very they dramatic they like a bit of drama they loved a bit of drama they loved a bit of fire Mm. um there's a version a lot more low-key version of this festival still done in the Shetland Islands to this day. Ah. So at the end of January every year, they have a big procession. They don't... It's, there's not an f- actual funeral or anything. No, but they do set a boat on fire. Right. And they do basically walk through the streets with, you know, pyres lit, Viking outfits, and they march down to the harbour and they set this boat on fire, a big galley longboat thing. I hope the local fire brigade are aware of it all and it's it's a massive festival up there it's bigger than right. new year's eve and christmas and, and what's it called Apelia. Ah. and it's yeah it's like the modern take on it apparently back in the 1800s they used to roll barrels of tar that were on fire through the village in the spirit of mischief but that would sometimes burn the village down <laughs> We've been um, through this. We've been so in, then, the, in our last episode. We went through this. Yeah, lots and lots of health and safety issues regarding fire. Yeah, a bit of it was mischievous. Mischief, yeah, where does mischief outright dangerous? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so then they stopped. They stopped barreling the tar, and just made it more of a a, a torch lit procession. The health and safety officers approved of the toning down mm. of that. Everyone was like, less fiery tar barrels, please. That's now taking place in Scotland. So therefore, am mm-hmm. I stupid? Why? How do we get... The Vikings all came over. Is Scotland a Viking yeah. place? I yeah. mean, we are gonna, we're going to do Vikings at another date. Yes. But, we, you, but you're relentlessly going on about the Vikings. Constantly with, banging on about those Vikings. Um, um, so yes. you might have given away all the stuff for the Vikings episodes in all no. the pre... Okay. Oh, there's so much. There's, there's, there's so, just so much. much weird and wonderful stuff. <laughs> Especially, um, yeah, so where we're from in the north of England is a big 
sort of Viking area and has a lot of heritage for there. Um, and they, yeah, they basically ran parts of Scotland and the Shetland Islands for a good while. So Got you. that's why. Oh, that's quite so fitting. Heavily, that it stays there, mm, that's good. Yeah. Um, I quite like I, I quite like the sound of that. That must be that must that oh, would yeah. be quite a great. feast, yeah, mm. for the eyes and yeah. I cool. I forgot to add that there's also much revelry and drunkenness because you know Vikings. Oh well, now I'm put off. <laughs> but I'd still, go, I'd still go. I'd still go. But yeah, okay. Can I ask you a little quiz bit before we Absolutely, carry Absolutely. I'm yeah. just, you know, a bit of light-hearted. So New Year's resolutions, the top 10 most common New Year's resolutions, how many do you think you can guess? I was going to do this um, as a chew the fact, but it doesn't really work as a chew the fact because you'd have to get out of all 10 or... Okay. So I... I'm, go- I'm going to go... With, I'm going to start with the classics. Yeah. Um, to lose weight. Top one, Correct. I was going to say exercise more. Correct. Third one. Eat well. Eat more healthy. Yep. Yeah. You've, you've nailed the top three straight away. Uh, save money or something. Yes, that's in there. It's almost like you've read the same list. Or these are things that I should Everybody do. Everybody does. <laughs> yeah, four. Um, one of them probably doesn't apply to you because you're <laughs> wow. a non smoker oh quit smoking everyone Sorry, I, wants I to thought... stop smoking <laughs> what did you think i was going to say i didn't know oh, where you... that was going but i thought it was very offensive <laughs> why would that no i'm not i would, I would, would never want to offend you i was just it won't apply to you because you're not a smoker yeah. so you probably wouldn't um, think hmm stop smoking because you you'd manage that yeah by not starting by not starting yeah, yeah. um Cheating. Yeah, save money. Well, the other thing is, what two of them are basically the same. One is save money, but the other one is stick to a budget, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah. Don't don't waste money. I guess be sensible with money. Yeah. Um, and the other th- the other three or four are just all a bit boring. So I'll yeah get more organised. Yeah. Be more patient. I mean, you come on. on. You can't. What's the next one? <laughs> oh, find a better job, which mm. probably applies to everyone who doesn't really want the job they've got but and then the last one which is so random just be a better person i mean shouldn't we all who's gonna say do you know what i'm gonna be next year a better person because that would just be like saying i don't really like myself very much i'm a bit i'm, I'm not very nice yeah would it hmm. and also why wait till new year why don't you just do that now you could say that about any resolution, yeah, really. That's true. It's, it's a it's uh, a yeah. rabbit hole to fall down. So, do you have any New Year's resolutions that you want to keep to? You've done the bike thing, so you're done, really, aren't you? <laughs> it, it's true. I'm perfect now. Uh, I don't, there, there is nothing else <laughs> I need to. No, I think it's just uh, the usual having. More holidays. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, having having a good balance of things. Yeah, I think that can always. Yeah, I, I I think it's it is just a, it's a bit of a cop out, isn't it? It's like things that you feel you should have done this year, mm. but maybe haven't got round to, or you haven't managed to do, and you go, oh well, you know, next year that's the just do it when you feel like it. If it doesn't work out, and then it, this year does, that's fine. Mm. 
Stop making New Year's resolutions. That's my advice. That's your resolution. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> my my resolution is to stop other people. Oh, but then you're in a, a can't win circle. Why? Because if your resolutions stop making resolutions, oh, I've done it. But then you you can't oh, yeah. because you would have failed before you. Oh, it's a catch oh, twenty-two. The circle goes around. Oh well. All right. Well, it was only a bit of fun. <laughs> Get on with it. What have you got next? Okay, then my resolution: <laughs> stop pointing out the, the obvious failings in everything I'm saying. I was no, say, you won't. You won't keep to that, Jill. I was going to say to be more fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, uh, you know, they've got to be obtainable. Do you know what? <laughs> oh, 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 Go on. Do you know do you know who had a great sense of fun? <gasps> the Vikings. The Anglo Saxons. Oh, the Saxons. Well, I knew it was one of them. It was one or the other. They're Go very on, then. similar. Um <laughs> so for the Anglo Saxons, January was also known as Wolf Month. Wow. Um <laughs> and if you <laughs> Okay. You sound riveted. I mean, um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm intrigued. I wouldn't say. I mean, you've got, you've got to, you've got to give me more. Well, if you had to guess why January is Wolf Month, they set fire to a lot of wolves. <laughs> no, the wolves would come to the villages searching for food. Wow. Mm. That. Okay. Yeah. I thought this was going to be crazier than that. No. It's, I just love that there's a whole January is just... And then on February the 1st, the bulls go, all right, come on, lads, that's it. Come on, we'll, we'll go back. We'll leave them now. <laughs> now it's Jaguar month. <laughs> so the Jaguars come in and start going, can we just, have some food now? Just wait till bear summer. That's <laughs> oh, hot bear summer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. And because they're such a, a cheery bunch, they thought the 2nd of January was the unluckiest day of the year. So... Okay. If, I've heard... Th- I think I've heard... We have Blue Monday now. Is that, Oh, so this is, is the day after... It's like the fir- the second Monday in January. January yes. Which is like... Apparently the most depressing day yeah, of the year in the like UK. Yeah, like it's the depth of winter. Yeah. We've got nothing to look forward to because the Christmas no. period's over. Yeah, there's no light or money left. there's yeah. no light at the end of the tunnel. Wow. (laughs) Oh, well, we'll we'll make sure we'll we'll bring out an extra cheery episode on the second week of January. Well, the Anglo-Saxons. Or is that when we're doing the Vikings, which is just going to be crazy? There's just going to be lots of fire involved with the the Vikings. We want to keep it upbeat on that one. Um, But the (laughs) Anglo-Saxons believe that the 2nd of January was the unluckiest day of the year. Right. So if you're born on the 2nd of January then we're very sorry, but they believed you would die an unpleasant death. Wow. Yeah. Did they inform you of that as, as soon as you were old enough to understand? It, yeah, it was just common knowledge. And they, just, they, just... they didn't sing happy birthday. They just went, birthday to <laughs> you, birthday to you. It's not looking great, mate. Birthday <laughs> to you. Second of January. Well, yeah, here's your cake. Don't, yeah. eat, don't eat it. It's yeah, probably, so sorry, probably. sorry. Wow. It's Do you know anyone who's got a birthday on the 2nd of January? Not the 2nd, no. Good. Well, maybe that's why they don't... Nobody gets born on that day. <laughs> Only if you're an Anglo-Saxon, otherwise you're fine. What, what are we? It's, are we not Anglo-Saxon? No, that's the, the historical time period that sort of ended 1066 with the Norman Conquest. Gotcha, gotcha. 
Okay. Yeah. I just got the Anglo bit. Yeah, we... We, we are... Yeah. Mm, okay. But that also means that that no Remember, educating Peter. Educating Peter. Yeah. Um, I choose or to exposing how stupid I am. Like the black cat. Is what? it lucky or unlucky? It crosses your path. See, now, I always had that as bad luck. Okay, I I don't mean to get annoyed about this, but I'm going to get annoyed about this. At uh, me? Why are you going to get... Uh, I've had this conversation a bizarre amount of times lately. In Britain... That's bad luck. If a black cat crosses your path, it's good luck. In Britain? In America, it's bad. Right. And, and we have forgotten this because of the Americanization and, and like all the popular culture that's American, that it's bad luck. Okay, maybe, so now I'm just not sure. Because I remember when I was a kid, that being a thing... And I am so sure. Oh, yeah, maybe my mum used to say, don't let the black cat cross your path. Mm. That, don't, that was like a saying, never let a black cat cross your path. Yeah. It's just bad luck. Yeah. I, but now I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's good luck. But, but now it's I, bad luck. My mum was Yeah, that sounds like, right. Yeah, in the, in the UK, it was always good luck. In oh. America, it's bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> so why did, hang on, why have you been having loads of conversations about black cats and luck? Just keep saying black cats everywhere. Oh. Okay. So what? what why did we get onto the? Yeah. Why did we get onto black cats? Um, I was just likening it to if the Anglo-Saxons believed the second of January was the unluckiest day of the year. Yeah. And like some people think black cats are good, some people think they're bad. Okay. You know. Does that mean some people think the second of January is really lucky? I'm sure they're out there. If you were born you, on the second, on the second. <laughs> all those billionaires—they all got born on the second of January. That's weird, isn't it? I wonder what you know. Yeah. Um, shows how much fact there is in Anglo-Saxon folklore. Well. Mm. Yeah. Would you like to know a surefire way to know if you're going to have a lucky year or an unlucky year? Of course. Well. This is a medieval superstition that I feel. Oh, you've lo- I mean, straight away, straight away, I'm I'm skeptical. I, you, went, I, you said surefire way, and then you went a medieval superstition. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay, try me. So first things first, <laughs> you're going to bake a flat cake. Okay. Then I mean, again, losing <laughs> losing interest. I'm not a good baker. You're then going to go out to the farmyard that you're in. Oh, yeah. And you're going to place it on the horns of a cow. <laughs> Have you seen... Yeah. You've been watching me in my spare time and getting what I've been up to. I just thought, what would Pete do? Yeah. what Pete would do. I mean, I didn't know this was actually going to tell me whether I had a good year or not. Yeah. It's just something I do, but So on. then you and your mates, your farmer mates, are going to dance and sing around the cow. Oh, poor cow. Well, then the cow is going to throw the cake off at some point. Okay, he's been, he's been briefed at this point, has he? Well, the cow just, if I'm a gonna... cow and I have a cake on my horns, I'm, I'm going to try and get it off. True, fair enough. He might also just stand there looking at you going, what are you doing? And or trying to eat the cake. Hmm. Depends how much how solid the cake is about if it's falling down towards the cow's mouth or not. <laughs> we're getting we're getting into the, the minutiae of this. Carry on. So the important thing about this the cow's 
the cow the cow has the cake on his horns right. he's trying to he's trying to throw the cake off yeah you and your mates you're dancing around singing singing yep, the cow. i'm picturing this and then the cake falls right <gasps> yeah where it lands is everything wow okay so if it lands out front or in front of the cow okay good year you're all having a good year right it lands behind the cow bad year yeah okay you can't argue it I, yeah, all right. I'd like to see some more data on this. As in... Are you saying are, that we should take what the facts are on the road? We are actually going to have to start checking out some of these theories. Yeah. Yeah? Why yeah. Not? I, when I when think, is this done? Is this like, so this is a new year... Yeah, this was a new year medieval superstition that you do on the 1st right. of January. Uh, okay. I, I mean, I'm all for trying that. I mean, I am abroad this first of january but i reckon i can track down a cow while you're in italy i am in italy i will be when the locals ask what on earth you're <laughs> on up to new year's day i re- i mean oh what if i'm in italy on new year's day and i, I find that they have interesting new year's superstitions in italy yeah well i know one that they do i do um Oh, but do mine, you? mine was a bit dodgy. It's not dodgy, <laughs> not dodgy, but in Italy, and I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna do this. In Italy, people wear red underwear on New Year's Day to bring good luck all year round. Oh, I'm so gonna do that. That's great. I mean, too much information have, for everyone there. Yeah. Okay. Same <laughs> here. But yeah. So if you're listening to this on New Year's Day, wherever we may be, I'm I'm wearing red underwear. Yeah, same. I've remind. Hang on, I just I need, hope, need to make I hope a note. You'll all join us. I need to make a note to buy some red underwear. I don't actually have any red underwear. Uh, oversharing. Carry on. So, what was your Italian New Year fact? Um, so, at midnight mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve, you basically eat some lentils, and it's supposed to be good luck because um, lentils basically represent gold. So if you eat them at midnight, it, you're giving yourself a um, <laughs> prosperous new year. So tenuous. It's very tenuous. I, w- I love how all these things must have started. Somebody somewhere went, Duh, lentils, gold. Yeah, uh, just like gold. Well, Why? you know the... Where you know, to get that from? Do you know the Spanish thing about grapes? Oh, no. So again, as, as for every chime... Am I being ignorant? No, no, no. It's just... Oh, I have heard this. Yeah, so for every chime... Yeah. You a grape in your mouth. Yes. So you end up with 12 grapes in your mouth. Yeah, and mm. people have choked and stuff. There's been some negative stuff on that. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's dangerous. I'm not surprised. There's a lot of grapes to fit in your mouth. Yeah. Um, I have heard that, though. But that came because years ago, farmers had too many grapes and they were like, what should we do with these grapes? <laughs> Just and shove they, them in your mouth. Yeah, they made, made a game out of it and it became a tradition. Right. Mm. That I have heard of. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's good. Yeah. So I, I had a fun year a couple of years ago where there was like a few of us um, that we all had dinner before we went out or whatever and we were from all different places so there was like two italian girls a scottish girl and i'm english and basically we all brought our tradition that's a good one so um the italian girls were like we're going to eat lentils the scottish girl was like we have a stew that we make so then we had that and then i was like we dance about and sing to old lanzang in a big circle 
yeah. go in and you go out and do a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened was we ate dinner, then had some lentils, then had some stew, and then danced about and sang. At which point, after having some champagne or prosecco, so mm. at this point we're all quite full and dancing about. Uh, fair enough. So, did everyone survive that ordeal? We we did, but we were like, well, we've 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 done too much here, <laughs> too too many traditions <laughs> all in one go. This is a not the combination. I, vote, of I think I'm most interested in the stew. The Scottish stew sounds great. Yeah, it was. It was delicious. Yeah. But it was also I didn't. That's not what a tradition I had heard before. But no. So it's funny you should mention Old Lang Syne. Mm. Um, do you know why that became such a massive tradition? Or Go who on. to blame? Blame <laughs> or credit with? Blame. Let's blame. <laughs> Let's play the blame game. Yeah. Well, I blame Guy Lombardo. Ah, oh, Guy. Yeah. Guy Lombardo was um, a Canadian-born band leader, and he and his brothers started a band. Not the Band of Brothers. That's what oh, they, different they, they were called the Royal canadians um playing kind of traditional scottish music Mm -hmm. and obviously one of their big tunes was old lang syne being a traditional Ah, scottish song yeah Yeah. um and they moved from ontario and they got established in chicago um but they were playing to empty houses so he managed to get a radio station to broadcast their shows and they just got a following moved to new york city 1929 uh, got established at the Roosevelt Grill. Mm-hmm. Once they were there, it took off, and they were basically being uh, chased by loads of different radio networks that wanted to broadcast their New Year's Eve show. One year, they were swapping between CBS and NBC, mm-hmm. and to bridge the gap, they played Old Lang Syne. Ah. And so they were playing on at the end of one broadcast and the, the start beginning of another. So they covered, you know, the whole. Ah. Ah. All the bases. Uh, so, yeah, so every year. And that year, became their signature tune. Exactly. At the ah. midnight, that was their song of choice. Um, and they became established at the Waldorf Astoria, which is where the TV broadcasts were for the, like till 1976. Wow. Band. Yeah, they were playing for years. Um, so, yeah, Variety magazine called Lombardo the only Canadian ever to create an American tradition. And Life magazine wrote that if Lombardi failed to play Old Lang Syne, the American public would not believe that the new year had actually arrived. So, yeah. Ah, Guy Lombardo. Okay. It's not the funniest story I've ever told. It's taken me about three weeks to tell it. <laughs> but we all learnt something. Well, yeah. So, you know, we love a bit of Japan facts. Oh, yeah. They've got some great traditions. Yep. So this is one. So New Year is very important in Japan. And as a symbol of renewal, in December, various bonenkai, or forget-the-year parties... Oh, I want to go to parties. Yeah, are held, um, basically getting rid of problems and concerns for the past year. Oh, sign me up. It's very... Yeah, it's like catharsis, isn't it? Getting Mm. rid of stuff. You know, like burning things. Yeah. Um, and the uh, misunderstandings and grudges are forgiven and houses are scrubbed. At midnight on December the 31st, Buddhist temples strike their gongs in an effort to expel types of human weakness. Now, how many, how many human weaknesses 
How many types of human weakness do you think there are, Jill? Oof, human weakness. This will probably reveal a lot about what I see as weakness. Um, Basically, they ring the gong, they strike mm-hmm. the gong each time. So every time... Every gong is like... Every gong is a, is a human uh, weakness that they're trying to dispel. Okay. How many times do you think they hit the bell? The gong? Um, fear? Are you going to name all the weaknesses? <laughs> yes, was that so the question? So you start with the seven deadly sins, even though fear is not one. I'm just after a number. How many? Oh, do you th- how oh, many? Right, sorry, I thought I was guessing oh, you, what the weaknesses are. Oh, no. Okay, I mean... <laughs> moving quickly past that then. Um, I like the fact that you went with fear. Interesting. Yeah, let's not pull at that thread. <laughs> Okay, Jill. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, welcome to your weekly therapy session. We're going to start with human weaknesses. Fear. Okay. I wasn't. Just have we no. We weren't fear. going. We weren't going straight in with that. But yeah, I was just after another. So they ring 12, the, the 12 gong. Gongs. Twelve gong hits. <laughs> Couldn't be further away. You could be further away mathematically. A hundred and eight. <laughs> There's 108 types of human weakness. Right, and fear isn't one of them, is what you're doing. Well, I don't know. It doesn't list well, all 108. Well, you can find that out at a later date. Stop wasting. We're not going to go through 108. <laughs> well, one of them could be like slightly pausing when the light turns the green. That's a human weakness. <laughs> um, so, no, 108 times they ring the, the gong. Wow. On, and, but that is not the end of the Japanese interested new year and this is my favorite one on new year's day in akita province in japan oh we used to have a dog that was part of akita yeah cute dogs um there's a tradition and the fact that this just ends with this sentence there is no explanation or further information i can give you i mean i already have questions this is great um and it's not great sorry i'll take that back in Japan, there is a tradition where men dress as mountain demons, get drunk, specifically it says get drunk, and terrorise children for being lazy or disobeying their parents. It's the only way they'll learn. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's brilliant, I but also, can you imagine drunk. being the ki- Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. One thing is like going, oh, we'll scare the kids and dress up as demons, but then getting drunk uh, uh, excuse me have you got drunk yet no oh well right, see you're just terrorizing you're just terrorizing children as a demon it's way it's fine if you do it while you're drunk but yeah so that is a a tradition in akita in japan mm. so going back to the the gong and the getting weaknesses. out <laughs> <laughs> the weaknesses. getting out our weaknesses yeah um we have a kind of similar tradition that isn't really done anymore called the door custom okay um and or it was also known as first footing oh i've got that one our avid listener told me about this i don't know whether it's an irish thing so it is basically supposed to bring you good luck for the coming year it's all about luck isn't it Uh, everything's about luck yeah yeah um it was also uh a fun 12 the 12 days of christmas Mm -hmm. so between christmas and epiphany you're supposed to eat a mince pie every day, otherwise you'll have a bad or an unlucky year. Explains a lot. So get eating your mince that pies. That has explained a lot mm. over the last 40 years of my life. Yeah. Fair enough. So, first footing. 
Yep. So as soon as midnight has passed and it's January the 1st, people who used to wait behind doors for a dark-haired person to arrive... Specifically dark-haired. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that visitor would be carrying coal, bread, money, and some greenery. And the idea is like... Greenery? Coal, the house is warm, uh, evergreen. Or oh, stuff. I see. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So like... A bowl of holly warm, or something. Bread, everyone eats money, there's enough money, and greenery for evergreen, long life. Yeah. Then they would bring that into the house, and that would bring the good luck. And then on the way out, they would take a pan of dust or ashes and basically get rid of the new, the old year, rather. Yeah. So kind of like the, the gong out with the yeah. old. Yeah. Mm. The catharsis. Catharsis? Mm. Catharsis? No. I don't know which word it is. It's a cathartic thing, isn't it? To yeah, get, something's cathartic. It's, it's like, you know, you when, know I mean, I'm quoting right. friends again, but you know, when they set fire to belongings of ex-boyfriends and yeah. things like that, that sort of ritualistic yeah. ridding of of negativity. I quite, I, I understand that. I think yeah. I, that kind of sort of makes sense to me. Yeah, um, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, what did she say? Her, what did our avid, our avid listener she said um just to look it up about the same thing as the so it's a because she they did it as a family mm. and her dad would do it because he's got Aww. dark hair so he would go out and and come he would cross the threshold yeah holding the lump of coal specifically i don't know whether he did all the other stuff as well no i guess it probably but he would, changes so they did honor that tradition for a, I don't know whether it was a, a true belief thing or whether they just did it because it was fun and the kids enjoyed it. Mm. But yeah, so she told me about that. So I didn't know whether that was um, an Irish tradition or mm. what. But there's another, uh, I mean, there's another bit that I've found out about this, which is, it's just thought, this is again, your favourite bunch. The Vikings. Yeah. Oh, love them. Yeah. Are they setting something on fire? They are not on this occasion. Um, so they, like you said, the dark-haired person specifically mm. has to arrive and bring across the threshold these items. But then it's a, it is thought that the custom may date back to the Viking invasion of Britain when the arrival of a blonde-haired person signified bad news. Oh. Because that's how I read it, that the Vikings were were bad news which, which well, they, the amount of things they set fire to yeah there are they there did, are concerns put it that way did love a fire i don't i mean we'll come to the history of the vikings but it, does that ring true that were they bad news i mean relatively speaking because they came over and took over they invaded yeah so mm, okay it was bad news in the sense of so that's where that that the, the theory that that tradition might yeah. have started. So the dark because that, that is the thing yeah, where the dark-haired person comes into it. No offense to any of our blonde listeners, mm. although we only have one listener, and she's not blonde, so we haven't offended anyone. She's okay. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we're doing well. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Have you got any more? Uh, my only other fun fact about January is um it finishes and then we get into february (laughs) (laughs) roll on spring yeah um i in so many different cultures and histories and traditions obviously new year isn't always january 
Um, of course. However. Depending on your calendar. Yeah, but it, mm. it's more um, because in the Northern Hemisphere, for sure, it's peak winter, peak darkness, peak what have you. So yeah, it's, it peak, tends peak to be the, the dark, the darkest <laughs> time. So everyone uses this or most cultures have used this moment to basically out with the old, in with the new, all the good luck. Positive thinking. Positive, yeah. Like, Positive mental attitude. You know, get your gong out and get rid of your weaknesses. And your innate weaknesses. Um, and in Roman, um, the Roman god Janus is supposed to be where the word January comes from. Yeah. And he was a two-faced god in that he could look both forwards and back. Oh, yeah. And I just, I find that very, very fitting and very apt that January is, you know, old year is gone, new year is coming, you, oh, you're I kind see. of looking both forward yeah. and back. When he said two-faced, I was thinking, oh, he says one thing at work, but then, you know, when you get him in private, he's like... Says the yeah. Oh, no. People, people like that. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, uh, I interrupted, sorry. Was, that was it. It's a nice way of thinking that. But then, do you know what? This whole sort of getting rid of the year past... I've had a good year. Like I've, I've actually enjoyed the last year. So you carry those things with you. But I yeah, I don't want to get rid of the last few months. No, it's more you. It's a good moment to get rid of the bits you don't want to carry forward. And mm, true to an, improve on the things you do. Fair enough. Okay. So I don't have to set fire to all the, my happy memories of this year so far. It's the Viking way, yeah. however. I'll push them out into the middle of the, the sea and watch them burn. Set them on fire. Right. Wow. <laughs> okay. So no. So next year is just going to be... Well, if you have eaten all your mince pies, oh, yeah. had a dark visitor come over the... Threshold. Yeah. Which is... Uh, oh, I mean, I, we, I, yeah, I can arrange that. Yeah, and and if they bring some coal oh, and yeah. maybe can you a, take coal on EasyJet? They might question it. Doesn't matter. Carry on. Um, and if you oh, we're flying British Airways, it'll be fine. And of course, if you've baked a cake and put it on your cow and danced around your cow and sang to the cow, and the cow is we will cake, be doing that definitely. Yeah, I'm not taking know. any chances. Yeah, you'll have a good idea whether it's going to be a good year or a bad year. Can you somehow, um, you can, I reckon you can influence that cow. Say, you know, you can get, the, you can urge the cow to throw the cake forward, I reckon. You'll be too busy how singing did, how does, dancing. Okay, but how does the cow, within its kind of, you know, leverage of its neck, throw the cake backwards, like over its back to its tail? It doesn't, it, it just has to land behind. Oh, its head. So if it was so, if you're the cow, and it lands, I'm the cow. Yeah, ju just be a f so a foot to the side, but behind his front right hoof. Mm -hmm. Do they have hooves? No. Yes. Cows. Yeah. They're not. They're different things. What, what are they called? Well, mm. hands. <laughs> Trotters. No. Are they not bovine? Are, are cows not the same? Cows don't have hooves. They're not. They're not the same as horses. Do <laughs> I'm going to Google this. Do cows have hooves? I finished my crisp. And it's time for chew the fact. Get in. Love it.
So today you've got something for me. Yes, it's quite short and sweet, but it, it's fairly entertaining. Perfect. And I, I'm currently winning 3-0. Right. Yes. Well, I'm going to get you with this one. Okay. I, I'm going to I'm going to try and make it quite hard in the way that I ask you the question, but I'll tell you the little fact first, and then I'll see if you can guess the ending. So, right. I like this. Have you heard of Mr. Old Year? No. <gasps> You've never heard of Mr. Old Year? No. As opposed to New Year. There isn't, I don't know if there's a Mr. New Year. But in Colombia, Cuba and Puerto Rico, it's traditional for families to stuff a doll, which is called Mr. Old Year. Mm. And they stuff it with memories from the past year. They also oh. dress him in clothes from the previous year. And then on midnight, and this is where your question comes in. What do you think they do at midnight? I'm thinking of a pinata, right? Okay. So you basically like beat the old, <laughs> the old man with the you stick. You want to beat up Mr. Old Year? <laughs> yeah. You think Mr. Old Year with all those and lovely memories all, of your past year. All and his the good memories. Nice clothes. Come out. I don't know how big it is, by the way. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a stuff a doll. It could be life, life size. I mean, then you definitely want to beat it with a stick, no? Okay. Right. We're learning <laughs> a lot about terrifying. Jill today. Well, it's just a it's doll a, dressed in... a giant life-size doll? Well, apparently. So... Was I even close? Well, the good news is I get a point because hey! you got it wrong. Uh, it's not... I, th I thought you would get this because what's been the theme? Oh, do you light it on fire? How did I not know? They set him on fire. So it's even worse for Mr. Old Year. Yeah, at least if than I getting the... beat him with a stick, yeah, all right. They go worse. They set him on, they set fire. on fire and then burn Why? away. So thus burning away bad memories. To be fair, actually, I did say, you know, it, it, they only put negative things, like with memories from the past year, dressing in clothes in the previous year. But I, I, this I is like it. Like everyone's, but this is where I've got issue is like everyone seems to treat the previous year as like it's gone, it's done, it was awful. Let's set fire to those the memories. Bad things. That's, that's bad things. But yeah, that's the, anyway. Okay, I I I say that as you know, if if you there's something so lovely about the idea that you can at this moment, it's a really good moment to let all the bad stuff just go and be yeah. gone. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that was the really nice thing about a lot of these traditions with all their their fieriness mm -hmm. and and hitting the gong and all the rest of it is yeah. kind of being like, this is the moment that we can all just go reset. Yeah. And yet it is just another day. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's, I mean, I'm not, I'm being negative. I, I do, I do agree. I think there is something, You're... definitely something mentally good about starting afresh. And if, for those, if you have, A, if you've had a tough year or yeah. indeed have ambitions for a new year, and are looking forward to what the future holds. Yeah. There's definitely a nice positive thing to go. Right. New year, new start, yeah. new me. It's the whole resolution and, thing. Isn't and it? off the back of, you know, a festival where everyone's, it's very like gluttonous. You're, you're going out, you're, you're having yeah. fun, you're eating a lot, you're drinking a lot if you want. Like there's so much stuff going on. You're, you're kind of overindulging all the way mm. to then have a kind of, 
in the dark in the darkness of- i'll get a gym membership in january <laughs> that's what everyone says isn't it they, yeah, that is true isn't do. it gym memberships like go way up in january yes because everybody joins does it for a month i'm, sort of I'm cancelling my gym membership in january just to well balance out things <laughs> Um, no, actually, New Year's resolution, go oh. more, go more. Go to the gym. Yeah. Oh. Well, I've got a membership and I don't go enough. Mm. Anyway, so on that really depressing note, I'm not... We've come to the end of I don't want to finish on a depressing note. Okay. A positive note. We've just said new start, new year. Yeah. Happy go, New and, Year and to everybody. Happy and, New Year to our listeners. Yeah. And thank you for joining us for another episode. And, you know, when you... You bake your cake for your cow, yep. may the cake land on the good side. So happy new year and we'll see you all next week. I've been Jill Smith. And I've been Pete Moore. Have a lovely new year and thanks for listening. Bye for now. See you later. Get in touch at whatthefactualpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, latterly known as X, at whatthefactual.com. Or on Instagram at What the Factual Pod.